Hey, Peter, I just... Oh, boy. Oh, oh. Well, ouch, nope. ouch, this everything's not, falling. Uh, this is help. not going well. There's knives flying through the air. Shut it me. down! I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Jazz. Explain. Bam! He got it. First take. <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's great, man. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Jazz, explain. That's what we're doing here. Why are you boxing me in, man? But no, I, you know, I've been working on that. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So what are we explaining today? We are explaining what to do when things go you look, awry. You look very serious. We've, we've been recording for a while. In the last episode, you were leaning back. You had your feet up on I the table. I did have my feet up. And now you're hunched forward. You're like, I, I mean, you know, my blood was rushing down in an <laughs> awkward way because I, I had to go above the keyboard here. Um, but no, I'm kind of excited about this. I'm not excited, but I'm, I'm passionate. About I'm, when, I'm passionate about. So I'm we're not excited about, about things going wrong, but they do go wrong. Well, they're gonna go wrong. They're gonna go wrong. The nothing. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, <laughs> but life. It's not like it's just like, and eh, we're tidy and everything will be fine from here right. on out. That's now it works. will be sometimes, which just heightens our yes. the predictability that it's not going to be later, and all it kind of makes it more difficult to deal with. As you know, yeah. the, the more things go right, you know. But if you're like me and my family, Peter, <laughs> with my lineage. If things start going right for too long, you get a little suspicious. Oh, like, no, that's that's called really? human nature. The other, that's the other shoe is about to drop yeah. here on us. Well, so. I'll, I'll give a terrible analogy that's super dark. and but <laughs> The darker, the better. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, an airline that brags. They don't do this anymore, but if they brag about we haven't had an accident in... Well, no, we won't even say an airline. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about... Yeah. Uh, you know, like a factory. A factory where they're like, <laughs> X number of days without... I was like, don't break... Because yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. There just, will be an accident. There will you're be. You're better off right after the accident, and then you're starting to build up again. That's right, yeah. yeah. So mistakes are going to be made. Uh, disasters will happen. Yeah. We were just, Fingers we, will be chopped off. <laughs> well, let's hope <laughs> not. But we were just talking about this because we've had a couple of... Recently, as we were doing... We've been... I don't know if you know this, Peter. We've been making a lot of stuff lately. We have been. And like, we haven't been releasing a lot of stuff yet in 2022, but get it, ready, folks, because we've been making gone. so much cool stuff uh, here in the first quarter of the year that is going to be uh, released in the second quarter and the third right. quarter. I think you're going to, a lot of people are going to flip out. And of course, tune in for the next four weeks where we're using recycled old, you'll hear it episodes <laughs> on, a, on another note. <laughs> hey, listen, man, it takes time to make this stuff, but I'm so excited about this year and everything we're making. But yeah. in making... There's been actually three incidents, and we don't have to name them specifically, but three incidents in the last week where we had a plan, yeah. and the plan just got completely demolished by right. some happening or the other, things yeah. that happened. Things out of our control. Things out somewhat. of our control, things that we couldn't account for. And I'm super proud of us and everybody at Open Studio of we, as we've been managing these things because- Pivoting, as they say. We pivoted mm-hmm. kind of seamlessly yeah. on all three of the things that went wrong, yeah. and- you know, one of them was uh, someone changed a schedule last minute. One of them, one someone forgot a schedule last <laughs> minute. One of them, a piece of equipment didn't work right. Like yeah. these are things that are just going to happen, right? Yeah. People are going to miss dates. People are going to reschedule things when it's inconvenient for you. Uh, People are going to get confused on the times. It starts at one o'clock, Eastern, Central, yeah. or West Coast. There's going to be confusion. Mics are going to fail, you know, yeah. in the middle of recording. And what are you going to do about it? It's the same thing on a gig, right? You know what I mean? Like you're going to start a tune. The singer's going to come in on a wrong key. At some hey, point. hey, hey, why you got to put it up? Well, that's true. Well, they do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Or like you're going to start a bass line with the bass player, yeah. some kind of like repetitive thing, and the drummer's going to flip the beat and not know where you are because it's his first time hearing right. the tune. You know what I mean? Not that's Greg the, Hutchinson last night. No, not no, Greg no. Hutchinson last <laughs> night. But that kind of stuff does happen, and how you react is paramount because, you know, 
it's that's the only thing that you have control of. It's not what just happened, uh, but how you respond to it yes. will really dictate how good your night is for the rest of the night. Exactly. And I think that that is the exact place to start with this. So is like how quickly can you get away from the problem, from the mistake, yeah. from the unexpected, unforced error, whatever it is like a lot of people focus in on that and like, why, why, why did you do that? Well, why, you know, and start to try to fix that. And the fix is in what are you going to do? Now, you might have caused the problem and need to be the solution or it could be something. It doesn't really matter, actually, because, you know, it depends if it's a solo thing, if it's a team, if but you're, you're right. in a band. Like, From like that you, moment forward, it doesn't matter. Though. It doesn't matter. Like, are you going to be part of the solution or are you part of the problem? And a lot of people think that means... Well, oh, I can I can identify what the problem was. I didn't cause that problem. But if you're focusing on the problem Doesn't after matter. it happened, especially yeah. we talk about a musical contact where Doesn't matter. time is moving all the time. Yeah. You know, even if you're playing rubato. Yeah. Time like and guess what? There's you're no ex- give back. Uh, you're now, takeovers. You're now extending takeovers. the problem. Do overs. You're making the problem worse. Now you are focusing. part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you're not focusing on what's before you, which is the music, you're making what you're making the music worse. Yeah. So if you're if you're dwelling on the problem or you're pissed off that the problem happened. Right. You're going to lose out in the end. Like, it's exactly. not going to be good. And I think that when we look at the musical context that we would find ourselves in, if something goes around, like you mentioned, the, your drummer turning the beat over. So I kind of joke Hutch didn't do that. And he didn't last night. And we talked about the last episode. What a great performance. But believe it or not, I have seen... Now, this is super rare. This is more just because I played with him so much. I've seen Hutch turn the beat over, believe it or not. No. Yes. But he, and super rare. I mean, rarer than any drummer. And I played with some great drummers. Do I need to drop no, names mean, on the listen, ground? It happens to everybody. <laughs> it happens to I, everybody. I've, I've seen some of the best musicians in the world do it. But I'll say this. Absolutely. But he becomes a part of the solution so quickly that most people wouldn't notice it. Yeah. Certainly not the audience. Even a lot of people that play with him. So like that's kind of, I think, speaking to what our point is. is like he doesn't get bogged down in like, no, I'm at the right place. Or like he, I, he's listening. Find it. His listening is so attenuated to the moment that he is constantly thinking about right where we are and what's about to happen. Yeah. And so, and then his confidence and his skill level is such that he's not going to get rattled by making a mistake. You think he would? Like people think, oh, Greg Hutchinson must because he never makes mistakes. If he ever does, he's gonna he gets be, rattled. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. And and the only reason you think he never makes mistakes is because he not covers them up, but moves away from them so quickly and so effortlessly. And just goes to, into, well, let's figure this out mode. Yes. Right? And then that happens. The The more you do that, the better you get at fi- figuring it out yeah. and fixing it and flipping it back or whatever it is you need to do. Yeah, and I think that, you know, great musicians, what I've I, I identified and seen them do in these situations is like kind of one of two big areas. One, they back off so that they can kind of hear what's happening as opposed to like forcing their way through. Yeah. Whether they were part of the problem or not. Now, if you're a bass player or a drummer or depending on the situation, you may need to, you can't just like pull the rug out from everybody. But I mean, you do something to back off and like listen and like make a quick, like how can you make a decision on how to fix something if you can't listen and like identify where you you're have at? have to be there. Yeah. yeah. So they either do that or they have such a great feel for what the, what needs to be done anyway that they take control in a way that eases and and solves the problem for everyone immediately yeah. you know and now for drummers that's a really important thing pianists too like you know if you're a horn player sometimes you don't have sort of the power of what's happening in the arrangement to do that 
But at, at any time, but maybe you do, you know, at certain points. But I think we have to all be open to that moment. And again, it's not about like, okay, well, you turn the beat over so you fix it. I hate that kind of, I mean, nobody says that, but some people act like that. Yeah. Some people act like that. It's not Call a low-level musicians, really. Yeah. No matter how good they are, if you can't, if you can't be part of the team like that and, and, and a problem solver, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really the key is don't fixate on the problem. You know, just, you know, again, stay present. That's what we've been saying a lot of lately. Yeah. Stay present, work on the solution. And and really, like, so speaking of that, that uh, Benny Green, Hutch McBride concert, there was a moment I heard actually last night where it was after one of Benny's solos and the crowd was erupting as they did after almost all the yeah. solos from everybody. But uh, and there was some I forget which tune it was, but there was some kind of complicated hit that they were doing as part of the arrangement, you know, part of the form. And the applause was such that you could tell they couldn't hear what was because it was also a very soft thing that was happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then Hutch and McBride kind of missed the hit a little bit. Uh And they looked at each other and smiled. Yeah. And it immediately locked up. Yeah. yeah, And you know what no one said was, oh, I can't believe. Yeah. Those two great players just missed that hit. Right. It was like a natural thing where two people talking will sometimes talk over each other or or like you know misspeak or be like no no you go you know it's like a natural human thing and when you're playing improvised music that's the beauty of it it was actually a beautiful moment yes and it turned into human human moment a human moment but you could also tell with the players like it gave them some energy so i would also recommend like not just to not dwell on the mistake that was made or the disaster that's happening but really embrace the recovery yeah you know what i mean and let the energy of that like oh this is kind of exciting. It's an opportunity, kind yeah. of. Some weird, like a cool little pathway. Yeah, maybe? some weird shit just happened. Like, yeah. what do we want? What do you want to do with it? Like, this is you know, for me, like I get a little energized. You know, it's like when you're. Uh, we just had a snowstorm roll in uh, last week, and my kids had they went to school on Thursday, and then uh, we got an email that school was letting them out at like eleven thirty. And you remember those times? <laughs> Release them to the frozen streets, right? <laughs> remember those times at school when you can you kind of know that like. This is going to be a half day. Like yeah. they're going to make us go home early. Oh, we going have these and that energy that happens. <laughs> right. where you're like, this is not going to be like a normal school day. Like right. now our routine is kind of broken. And what's going to happen? It's a little bit like that. Yeah. There's a disaster that's just happening with like snow and ice, or missing the part of a form, or getting turned around on the beat, or missing a change or whatever. But it's an opportunity to be like, this could be something cool and different. Yeah. Let's see where this goes. You know. Well, that's that is next level with this. Like like kind of level one is not looking backwards not blaming whatever it's like level two is like be a part of the solution as quickly as possible maybe level three is like you know let's a smile is just a frown turned upside down (laughs) no you you can take that energy as a positive thing you could take that energy of the mistake and turn it into something positive as a building block for something interesting yeah and i think for you know what you saw with that and i think i even remember the moment you know 99 percent of the audience is is not going to know no that because like you kind of have to almost be a musician so what that becomes a beautiful thing it's like a communication, like, but a hundred percent or ninety nine percent of the audience will notice them kind of connecting in a yeah. human, which they love. It's yeah. like, man, you guys seem like you're just having so much fun, and you're talking to each other up there yeah. through the instrument. And so now you've taken, you know, because there's nothing more boring than, as I said on the office, is boring jazz. You know, they, there's a great, there's great reference to that on there. Boring jazz bass, actually, they say, because in that episode, they remember they're like, they're going to hire a trio for a Christmas party. Yeah. And Michael's like, well, we can get a trio for one hour, but for the same co- same price, we can get just the bass player for three hours. And then he starts playing. He's just like, he was not Christian McBride. Let's just say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and then Michael's like, there's nothing worse than boring jazz bass or something. He said it funnier than me. But, um, 
Yet I digress. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> no, but it's like, we, can we get some Michael Scott Asian? I know we might. Here? Man, there's so many great little oh, jazz practice. quotes. We got we got AI. We're gonna fix that for you. We got right hair now. things, Harry. We got to get the guy from Entourage. We need some Michael Scotts. And we need to get the truth. jazz is stupid. Okay, I'm working on it. We got jazz is stupid, but I mean the thing is just that like there's that opportunity as you say to create something new. I think that that comes from a place of humility like oh. what you said with them kind of connect like oops we weren't and it wasn't like ah you're off of me or it was just like oh like can you imagine being that great and still being like oops you know what i mean yeah that's that's a human that's a human element but it's humility yeah it's like there's a humbleness there and a service to the music that's like no it's not about me it's like you know and we're not going to get it right every time but we're gonna we're gonna be trying and we're gonna hit it you know well, what not kind for of, ourselves, but for the moment. What kind of egomaniacal monster would never, ever admit to a mistake and think they're right about anybody? You know what I mean? Why are you looking at me, man? I'm not looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I was thinking of someone else. I was thinking of someone else. Oh, right. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Super fun, Peter, yeah. to talk. And, uh, go to openstudiojazz.com. Let's check not? out some of our stuff. They're you'll... sponsoring this, this, this darn thing. Oh, so. They're doing a hell of a job <laughs> sponsoring, too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. go to youllhearit.com. Leave us a speak pipe. We've got some speak pipes queued up. We're going to hit. Speak pipes. You really have trouble saying that. You become speak a, pipes. a smattering of suffering fuck We've got speak pipes. Speak pipes. That's hard to say. We'll hit some of those maybe in the next coming episodes. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, see you in a month. See how it goes. <laughs> Until then. <laughs> You'll hear it.